But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts and that's what we hope our podcast become for people is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. Good morning, everybody. It is the 8th of November. Actually, have to put my sunglasses on here right away this morning because we just had daylight savings. So we've gone from driving to school in the dark to uh, uh, just about being home when it's dark. So, uh, yeah, we had a fantastic weekend for our anniversary. Um, my wife and I went up to Nisqua. Minnesota, which is in the Brainerd Lakes area, stayed at a, a resort called um, Grandview Lodge, which is normally not where we stay in that area. We stay uh, a couple towns over, um, but it was just beautiful, beautiful weather, great food. Um, we were doing stuff, excuse me, but we were never really like super busy. We weren't like running and gun, gunning like we tend to be when we do stuff together um and it just was great to get away um had great service everywhere we went to eat um the resort is nice got to spend a little hot tub time it was just all in all it was fantastic and um, you know to think that we've now been married a year uh just seems crazy to me to think that that's actually the case um, to think that I've been married a year it just it, it surprises me I can't quite figure out where the year went um, I can't quite figure out all the wonderful things that have happened to us this year um, you know and been very lucky. I should say that we've been very blessed. Um, that a lot of the problems that have been facing people this year haven't really touched us. Um, you know, I know some friends who I have some friends who have had COVID. I know some people who had COVID, but none of them really had the dangerous batch of it. Um, I didn't really know anyone who uh, had that really bad reaction to it. Um, but it still you know, it changed a lot of people's lives and it made a lot of people's lives harder and it made 
a lot of the world we live in more difficult. Um, but we were very lucky um, that it really didn't hit close to home with us. I guess would be the way that I would say it is that we were not, you know, directly impacted by it, and we feel very fortunate for that. Um, and I also feel fortunate, you know, for this particular time because my wife and I did um, spend so much time together. Uh, you know, when the pandemic started, really got ramped up here in Minnesota. Um, was when we bought our house and moved into our house, and um, you know, from there we've spent the vast majority of you know going on 20 months together, and it was such a lovely time um, to continue to get to know each other and and grow and enjoy each other's company and live a life that. Um, we didn't expect we would, you know, and my wife has now totally been able to work from home, um, you know, saving her a commute of 20 to 25 minutes each way, which has given her more time, um, it's given us more time, uh, and it really is, you know, been a blessing to us, you know, I spent a large part of last school year at home. Um, some part of it was by by choice or opportunity. The other part of it was when everybody was at home. Um, but I gotta say, it, I mean, it was just lovely. And to now be in this position where we've been married a year when we didn't know if we were even going to get to have a wedding, uh, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, took the day off on Friday, which was also wonderful, being any chance I could get to kind of put a little bit more of that stuff behind me, uh, and let go a little bit, just get a little space. Um, that's something I'm working on kind of in every part of my life, whether it's our book or the podcast or, you know, my teaching. It's just to get space for things and detach a little bit, be able to um, look at things objectively. I'm a very emotionally driven person, so I try to, when I can, step back take a look at the situation around me and, and just be mindful of where I'm at and what's going on. Uh, that's the thing that I'm continuing to work on as as this year continues to grow and, and change. But, um, you know, we have, so, so today's the 7th, we basically have two full, you know, two full weeks and two days. Um, before the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, we come back and have, you know, three weeks and a couple of days before the holiday break. It's just, um, I just feel like before I know it, the, uh, 2022 is going to be here and the school year is going to start winding down and we'll be really getting set for our trip to Washington, D.C. and 
just it's moving fast. So as Ferris Bueller said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you can miss it. So I'm going to try to, like I said, be better about stopping and looking around and, and finding where I'm at and, and being conscious of the things that are going on around me and being conscientious of the people that are around me and just really trying to do the things that I need to you know, and try to get better in every phase of my life, whether it's my health or finances or whatever it might be, um, just really trying to be the kind of person that is just constantly growing and improving and just keep moving the ball forward. I've been listening to a couple of different books, um, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday, I'm listening to right now, which I've listened to several times. Um, the Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. You know, it's just these books that are reminding you that there is no finish line um, other than the finish line that, you know, biology puts on us. And we got to keep, we got to keep moving forward. And I think that's part of the problem why things weren't successful for me. And, you know, earlier in my work with Lighthouse or earlier in my work with, you know, teaching is that I thought there was a marker to get to. Um, so, feeling like there was a marker to get to gave you this false sense that if you could just get to it, that things would be, um, that things would be better. Um, but you realize that there is no marker. There is no point where if I had just this much, then I would be happier or whatever that is. So trying to let go of that and just continuing to work and do the things that I need to do to be successful. Um, and enjoying it while I have. You know, I was worried that on our little anniversary trip that I would come back and be a lot heavier than I have been. But I weighed myself at, you know, within about a half a pound of what I've been, you know, for the last couple of weeks, um, which I'm happy about. I'm steady down about 10 pounds from what I was at my heaviest, you know, this year. Um, and I'm, I'm happy, I'm proud of that. But I just want to continue. It's not like I'm trying to meet some arbitrary projection or some arbitrary number. I just want to continue to live a little bit healthier and for my physical health in terms of my flexibility and mobility, I don't need to carry as much weight as I currently carry. Um, I'd like to continue to trim down and slim down and, you know, keep the strength up. So what I'm trying to do is, you know, cardio two or three days a week, yoga two or two-ish days a week, and one to two, not necessarily just straight strength training, but kettlebells or, or um, mace or the clubs just to continue to put a little bit of strength work on it. Um, I find myself enjoying it. I think that's the other important part that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So um, this week for my class, we're transitioning to 
um, the role of citizens and the government in society. Last week we were talking about the interconnectedness of government and economics. But what I want to do is transition that to having a discussion about how um, the uh, um, government and citizens both play a role in making our society work and they both play a role in you know, doing things like taking care of the most vulnerable and those are the kind of things that I want to talk about with them this week. Um, and with Veterans Day coming up, I want to have a conversation about that. But um, what I want to do instead of doing, you know, like the history of Veterans Day and stuff like that, really take a look at some of the problems that are facing our veterans now um, and, and make my kids think about how, what, you know, what they can be doing to help um, and to, you know, make our... You know, Veterans Day is supposed to honor our veterans. Um, but I know in my time and in the life that I lead, I don't do a good enough job of doing that. Um, so, hoping to do that. Friday, we got an early release day, so looking forward to that too. So, that's where I'm at. Going to talk a little bit more today about the financial crisis in 2008, comparing it to the COVID financial recession that we've had and just um, bringing that around. So, like I said, things are wonderful. Um, life is pretty dang good. And I'm excited for what's next, whether it's my classroom or a book or my family or whatever it might be. So, hope everybody has a great day. And I'll talk to you soon. What's up, fam? It is November 9th, and it was a pretty mediocre day. Um, just had a lot of stuff to take care of, uh, trying to hash out what happened. Um, over on Friday when I was gone with my sub and and just trying to kind of suss that out and then you know working with the kids they just start getting kind of squirrely because it's that time of year um and then I had a situation I feel like I am just belaboring this point but considering there's probably not a ton of people who actually listen to this anyway I'm gonna keep laboring it like just struggling um to find the right way, I don't even know how to say it, got kids that are just being ridiculous, like two kids of color calling each other slaves in my class at the end of the day right before dismissal, I asked them not to say that, they continued to say it, and then they went on to explain to me how that I didn't, how I didn't understand that it wasn't offensive and it's just joking and I could never understand because I'm not black and it was just frustrating and then one of the particular students then goes out and talks to the entire school about it and puts her business and my business out for everybody to hear all the time 
and it's frustrating. And I, I don't feel like I'm getting a lot of backup from my admin or, you know, solutions for how to really change the problem other than I need to just continue to work and I need to give them spaces to speak and I need to be this and I need to be that. Nowhere in there is there any expectation that the student will try to improve. And that uh, is really becoming frustrating. There are times where I think that philosophically I differ um, from my admin um, philosophically on how I think this situation should be approached. Um, and, you know, it's hard because I had this uh, kind of similar situation with another student and I went through the process with the, you know, that the administration asked me to and it actually improved with that student. Um, but this one particular student just doesn't seem willing to do anything other than what they want and doesn't seem to do anything other than what feels good for them and what feels good for them is to make my life difficult and be insulting and not answer questions and not um, and not a productive member of the class and that's hard and, and as I'm talking this through I'm thinking about you know what Will always says about redirecting to expectations and you know the school has this torch um, values that they use that's how they describe you know the values of the school and I should be redirecting to that so I know there are things that I can do I mean, one of the things that I'm really trying to do and focus on is being able to um, redirect to expectations and being able to not phrase it in a way that these students can take it personal, that it becomes less about them and more about their behavior and the expectation, and that's something I know I got to do. Um, I think that's why this wrapping on this camera and posting it or not posting it or whatever it might be, um, it's been so good for me because it is giving me opportunities to, to um, grow and learn and to process the things that I've got going on and figure some things out for myself. And really, my admin were to hear this and listen to it I don't think they do I don't think they care to then maybe they would ask me why I'm frustrated and why I don't feel supported and why I feel talked down to a lot and why I feel patronized a lot and that's just a hard spot to be in it doesn't feel good it's not enjoyable just it's frustrating and 
you know, at first it was, well, you know, you can handle it, you can handle it, you can handle it. But now I feel like I'm annoying my principal with having to talk to him so much about it and, and go to him and do this and do that. It feels more like I'm becoming a headache for him than anything else. Um, I don't necessarily know that that's true. I was visibly frustrated with him today. But there's no desire for him to come back and check on me. There's no desire for him to follow up. There's no desire for me to, you know, have a chance to work through it or to be a part of any dialogue with him. It just... And I understand people of the philosophy that the students are the most important and we should, you know, cater to them and do that. But um, I find it hard... when we, I mean, I, I feel it, I feel it hard when the admin shows more respect to the students than they do to the teachers. And I'm not saying the students shouldn't be respected, but it, it's just hard to watch you know, students run the roofs. And it really isn't everyone. And all in all, my school is very well run. And I, don't know, yeah, I should say that. I mean, the kids are very well behaved. It's a good place to work. I work with good people, but it's just um, on a personal level, I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel super appreciated from my admin. I mean, going even back to the start of COVID, the amount of times that they gave out surveys that clearly didn't mean shit. Um, they gave out surveys, um, and we know that the majority of people went one way, but somehow the admin went the other way. Um, the number of emails I have sent um, that just go unresponded to, or there are multiple part emails, and one part is acknowledged, but another part isn't. Um, a lot of this duck and cover kind of shit, um, it's frustrating. Um, I know there's maybe not a perfect school atmosphere out there. I know that every school has its challenges, but um, it's, it's just been frustrating over the recent weeks. Um, it's frustrating to see the lack of support for a substitute teacher who was belittled and made to feel terrible and you know all of that stuff it, it really is just difficult um, to watch it happen and maybe again I'm too close to it but I don't I know not to take anything personal I know that Don Miguel reads his book, but I, I feel like my admin can do more to be supportive. And I just, even if my admin started by acknowledging how I felt, because I don't feel like they even acknowledge the way I feel or acknowledge the fact that I have issues 
or acknowledge the fact that my issues are real. Like I said, they preach making students feel heard and validated and seen, but they should maybe take their own advice when it comes to teachers. And like I said, you know, four years ago or whatever, I was told that I said things on our podcast that could have been grounds for dismissal. But I'm fairly certain that my admin's not listening to me rant for 45 minutes on a car ride home. And if you are, I would love to talk to you about it. But right now I don't feel that comfortable talking to you about it because I don't feel like anything's going to change. So I'm going to continue to try to handle my business the best I can myself. Lean on the people I work with, lean on the teams I got, and, and just be the best that I can be and do the best I can for my kids. That's all I can really ask for right now um, is to be a good man, to be a good teacher, and to, to take care of my kids the best I can. So hope everybody's great. Talk to you again tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. It is a little bit different now being daylight savings. It's 7 o'clock and it's totally light out, which, you know, you lose that same hour coming home. So now it's basically dark by the time I get home. But um, all in all, things are pretty good. I'm looking forward to today. You know, I'm going to start a little discussion with my kids about about Veterans Day. Sorry, kind of had to get the gas here. Uh, discussion about Veterans Day um, with more of an emphasis on what I'm working on in class is helping kids see the, the role of both government and the role of citizens in a society. What is citizenship? What is government responsibility? And I think it's easier to do this looking at a problem. Um, and thus, I want to frame the conversation this week around the issues facing our veteran community. Um, I don't claim to be an expert on veterans affairs or problems that have faced veterans. I'm not a veteran myself, but I've been learning more the podcasts I listen to, generally speaking. The, the primary one I listen to is called Clear and Hot, um, and it's put on by a guy named Andy Stump, who is a former Navy SEAL. Um, and recently, especially, he's been talking a lot about the problems facing veterans, um, and he has throughout the time of his podcast. So I'm learning more and, and trying to be better about um, understanding those problems and appreciating what our veterans do and what our veterans are going through. Um, and it really seems to strike a chord with my students. Um, I could see a lot of them when I introduced this earlier in the week and said this is what we were going to talk about, shaking their head. It, it, it feels like a lot of them are really concerned by it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, I'm excited for the opportunity to discuss this, the opportunity to um, give my kids a space to have the discussion as well, and to, um, to 
explore it and give them a chance. Today, what I'm going to ask them to do is um, research and describe, you know, the biggest problems that are facing our veteran community. And then tomorrow, try to look at what the role of citizens are and what the role of of um, the government is in solving an issue like this. On the topic of what you heard me talk about yesterday or earlier in this with, you know, the troubles I've been having with my kids, I was fortunate. Will and I have been having a really hard time linking up. Um, we're just both so busy. Um, but I, it was great to have a talk with him going through a lot of the same things our school's going through, going through a lot of um, shorthanded, short staff. Um, but he reminded me that one of the best things you can do if you're struggling to build a relationship with a kid is try to build the relationship with the parent. Try to make them an ally and try to make them a person who's helping you. Um rather than you trying to help them, you know, make them feel like they're a part of the situation, they're a part of the solution versus just being, um, you know, someone who gets called um, when things are going bad. So that's what I would like to do. That's where I'd like to start at um, with that and, and really, um, I bought a sweatshirt over the weekend on our anniversary trip um, at one of the little shops. I don't know it off the top of my head uh, when we were in Brainerd at the Northwest or Pacific, Northern Pacific Center. That's what I was going to say. Um, and it said, give a little grace. And um, I'm trying to give a little grace uh, when it comes to my admin. Um, and I'm trying to appreciate and understand that their job is difficult and they have a lot going on and and maybe I don't need to take it so personal that my problems aren't being solved in, 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 in an expedient manner or and I'm trying to maybe give them the benefit of the doubt that they're not intentionally just giving me the brush off um, you know, it's still, I still have recurring, um, thoughts of the way things have gone down for me a couple different times in my career where I was basically, um, a lot of nitpicky, uh, ticky tacky stuff started being brought my way and it felt a lot like admin was just trying to build a case for themselves as to why they could dismiss me. Um, they tried to make it difficult for me and, you know, there was some degree of, you know, trying to make it so difficult for me that I wouldn't come back, um, rather than them having to, you know, be the mature one and, and do that. So I do have a little bit of latent, um, fear that that situation is is what's happening but I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case 
and I'm trying not to make the assumption that that is the case. I don't want to. I don't want to come in with assumptions. I don't want to be a person that is, you know, putting things in the universe or making accusations or saying things that aren't necessarily true. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to be better about it, about that. Um, I'm trying to just stay focused on the job that I got, which is my kids. Uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll be a third of the way through the school year. And it, it's just going by fast. I'm not going to get much more time with these kids. And I know my time to make a difference for them and, and do the right things is limited. So I try to stay focused on all those things. And hopefully uh, I can improve those relationships I need improving and continue to, to do the job in the way that I want to. So hope everybody's having a great day. Let you know how today goes this afternoon. It is Veterans Day. It's November 11th, Thursday. Kind of rainy here in the Twin Cities, but good. Um, yesterday I was talking a little bit about what I had been doing when it came to veterans um, and how I had really been connecting it to a discussion of how a society works and that there's responsibility in both the citizen and the government to, you know, take care of problems and all of that different kind of stuff that goes with it. Um, really trying to show my students the interconnectedness of what a society is, what a society brings. Um, and it was a really good discussion to start. Um, I was really happy with it today. Um, so to finish up yesterday, I had them do some research on uh, problems that are facing our veteran community right now. Um, today, what I want to do is bring that into a discussion of, you know, how we prioritize those problems and you know, what our role is as citizens to try to help with those particular problems or solve those particular problems and what our government's role is. Um, it just happens to be that, um, you know, it happened to be Veterans Day that I was trying to do this and it just seemed like a really tangible issue to have my students talk about. Um, like I figured the majority of my kids either know someone is serving or has served. So it it's very easy for them to connect to a real person, which I think is a really important part of any discussion and any teaching you really want to do for kids is to help them connect it to something that's real for them. So um, that's important. Um, on the you know behavioral side of the house, just 
sorting through everything that I got going on in my head, sorting through all of the different feelings that I have, um, and trying to remember, you know, not to take some stuff personally, um, whether it's stuff from adults or it's stuff from kids or whatever it might be, trying to detach from it and be logical, but also remember that being kind to our kids doesn't mean they don't get boundaries. Um, you know, I don't feel like I should unequivocally support all of their behaviors, which sometimes it feels like that's what we're asked to do as teachers is to just affirm people no matter what their behavior is. Um, but I do think it's really important to to be able to give our students boundaries and to um, show that with kindness. I think some of the kindest and most generous generous things that people have ever done for me is to set up boundaries for me. Uh, and in that regard with my kids, I think that's something I've had to learn. I've always felt like I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to set boundaries that I could relationship my way out of it and, you know, kindness, love, all that stuff my way out of it. But then you realize that all of the best relationships in my life have boundaries. And I don't mean boundaries of necessarily of what is okay and what's not okay um, within the relationship, but they set boundaries for who I want to be as a person. Those relationships set me up for success because they help keep me on the path. They help keep me doing the things that I should be doing. And I think that's a big part of being a teacher and we can go to a larger conversation of what the role of the teacher is because, you know, we hear a lot in the news and around social media that it's not a teacher's job to parent kids and we could go down that rabbit hole. I don't think we're in a position to do that right now, nor do I want to go down that rabbit hole. But it's just that point where we are, and when I say we, I mean me and I can also say we plurally with Will. Um, but it's, it's not germane to what I'm doing right now. I think those are larger conversations that down the road we would like to have and like to spearhead. But right now I gotta focus on the kids I got in front of me. Uh, and I'm gonna continue to do that. So um, whenever you're listening to this, if you're a veteran, thank you for your service, we appreciate you. And I'll let you know how it goes tonight. What's up, fam? Welcome back to your In the Car Talk. It is the 11th of November. Um, if you are a veteran and you're listening to this, thank you for your service. There's no way you listen to it on Veterans Day because it's not going to go out until next week. But um, had a good day. Um, good day, good talks, um, really trying to talk with my kids about the role citizens play in our society and, um, I 
I broke the conversation down because we were talking about, you know, modern problems facing our veterans. Um, and I broke the conversation down today to, uh, you know, with these problems, you know, what are some of the things that our veterans can do to help themselves? What are some of the things that we can do as people to help our veterans? And then, you know, what can our government do to be helping veterans? Um, and the conversation was really good. I, I feel like the kids really responded to, uh, responded to me talking about, you know, we want to make everyone feel like they have some degree of agency. We want to make, you know, everyone feel like they can do something to improve their situation because we don't ever want people to feel like they don't have, there's nothing they can do to make that situation better. Um, and it was a really robust and good conversation. Uh, you know, all in all, um, even with the little problems earlier in the week and all of that stuff, the you know, it's turned out to be a good week. Tomorrow we have an early release day. They're doing a vaccine clinic at our school again um, for the young, young kids, uh, which is fine. That gives me, you know, two extra hours in the afternoon uh, to be able to do with whatever I want. And I can get out an hour early. Apparently we are, well, not apparently, we're going to my wife's and uncle's for dinner. And they are making spaghetti, which is my favorite. So, and it's, it's just good. We haven't seen them for quite a while, at least since school started. So, uh, it'll be good to spend some time with them. Uh, otherwise, you know, things are pretty groovy here. Uh, felt myself getting a little distracted today. Felt myself in a little bit of what, uh, Stephen Pressfield refers to as the resistance. Um, you know, just shit getting in the way of the work I'm doing work I'm supposed to be doing right now, which I want to get done by the end of the week, which I don't know if I'm going to be able to, is um, having the notes I took from my last read-through transcribed and have a real outline of our book that I can talk with Will about this weekend um, and really just say, like, this is what we think the real framework is. There's a a draft that's written. There's actually two drafts. Uh, We're on a second draft, but this be the third draft, but um, just really trying to frame it, you know, I kind of just spilled it out onto the paper to start, but now I want to be in a position where, you know, it's really coming together and it's really starting to be, you know, what it's going to be and what it's supposed to be, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, we declined a couple of different offers to do stuff this weekend get out and uh, be around, but I'm looking forward to the fact that my wife and I are just going to be home. Um, you know, we're going to go see her aunt and uncle tomorrow, but otherwise not much going on this weekend. Um, it's been a good, good weekend to get some work in, um, get set for another week. You know, we have this coming week, and then we'll have a two-day week the following week, you know, for Thanksgiving, and and then the, then the year's really going to be kind of clicking and moving forward before we know it. It's going to be 2022. So looking forward to that, though. Um, just really happy with the people I work with. Really happy with the people that I get to spend my time with. Um, and 
happy that I'm in a position where I am, where I still have a good job, with good people, but I can see my path going forward. Um, I can see where I want to go, who I want to be, and, and really just engage with that and enjoy that that process and that time. So, hope everybody's doing good. We'll jump off here and uh, catch back up with you tomorrow. Morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing great on this particular Friday. It is a little gloomy here in Minnesota. They're talking maybe some snow at some point, but I think it's a little too gloomy for that today. But, um, all right, Friday, end of week 10 out of 13 in the first trimester. So, um, because we are having a vaccine clinic at our school we're lucky enough to be able to provide the vaccine to those that want it um, especially in that younger age bracket um, because of that we're having an early release day uh, today which um, is all right you know the kids kind of like understand the a little bit non-secondary nonsensical aspect of coming to school to have 23 minute classes you know and they understand that if they are there past lunch then it's a full school day they understand the nonsensical part of it but um you know it is what it is for me it's a day that just gives us a chance to do something fun figure something out have fun just take a break from everything uh, i guess that's the nice thing I always rail on how nobody cares about social studies and it's nobody values it. But on the same side of that coin, um, it does make it easy when you're not as beholden to all of the content. Um, there are not those particular wickets that you have to hit like you do in reading or writing or math, especially. I mean, those are kind of the major ones where they really, um, are trying to have you check all those boxes. So it's a chance for me to have fun. I don't know what I'm gonna do, maybe play a game, maybe, um, maybe play a game, maybe watch a funny video, maybe just give them a day to chill out, hang out, you know, like, I don't know, I haven't decided yet. We'll talk with them and get a feel for what they're doing. I'll probably have a funny video or something like that, or maybe even a TED talk. Just give them something to think about uh, today. And then, you know, right into the weekend. After this week, we really have, you know, 12 days left of the trimester. We got a full week next week, um, two days the following week of Thanksgiving. And then that week we come right back is, um, is the end of the trimester. So the first week of December, I'm starting a little bit to kind of get all the words out, not jumble them up so bad. But um, all in all, it's the week has steadily gotten better. Um, you know, I, I, I'm in this spot where I, I think uh, I feel a lot of that frustration that I've talked about just at this point where the only thing I can I really feel like I can do is to manage 
my expectations and to do the job that I'm here to do. Um, I can't get hung up on what I think other people should do. I can't get hung up on what I think other people shouldn't do. Um, and then when that comes to people I work with, um, but there's always something I can do. And I think that's the spot where I want to get to. When I was talking with my kids yesterday about, um, you know, the problems our veterans are facing and, you know, those three categories of how can, how can they fix it for themselves? How can we as citizens help, help them fix that? And then how can the government, you know, on the last side, I got to really focus on that first category of handling my own business, fixing my own problems. And to some degree, there's a need to just put things in perspective, to remember what's important, to remember why I'm in this profession, to remember what I need to do and why I'm here. You know, I was just, you know, having a daydream a little bit ago about you know, talking about that word education, which the root word um, is educare, which basically translates to to pull out of from within. And if you add the word inspire, you know, it means to breathe life into. I mean, that's that is our job is to breathe life into our kids and pull the good things out of them that are already there. And I can do that without any help from anybody else. I can handle that job. And if I keep that in my perspective that those are the things that I want to do, then I don't need to worry about what other people are doing around me. For the most part, it doesn't affect what I do on the daily. It's just an annoyance. And yeah, it makes me contemplate my long-term plans and all of that stuff. But I can't forget to, you know, stay eagle on the job that I got, which is to breathe life into my kids, to pull the good things out that are already within them, to make them feel seen and heard and validated, but also within that, let them know there are boundaries. And I think that's something I'm really working on this year, is changing my mindset of making them seen, you know, feel seen and heard and validated and loved does not mean you teach in a world without boundaries. Part of making kids feel seen and heard and loved is when you let them know that what they've done is outside the boundaries of what is okay or is outside of the boundaries of you know what they should be. And I think that's the important piece. So, yeah, looking forward to today. I'm going to jump off here. i got to give my wife a quick shout before I get to school. I will talk with you this afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the program. This is going to be two weeks of these car pods because I had a busy week and I didn't get this one out. And it's just, you know, that point where we're at. So it's started out a little rough. Uh, I mean, today's the 12th, so it would have been the week of the 8th. Um, coming back after I had taken a day off on Friday and my sub got kind of chewed up and that was frustrating. And then, you know, you t- 
attack on the lack of support from admin on that particular topic and when it came to the kids who um, when it came to the kids who were kind of the instigators of that tough time for my sub uh, but as the week progressed you know I kind of detached from it I, I kind of at one point just had to you know let it be what it was and you know really felt like I made it into a pretty good week uh, really felt like I made it into a situation where uh you know, good came from it, and I felt like I ended the week on a really positive note, um, just showed a, we had an early release day, so I only had 22 minutes with my kids, so it just showed them one of my favorite TED Talks on procrastination uh, by Tim Urban, and, you know, just had some good talks, and had some fun, and just chilled out and relaxed, and um, I was working on transcribing uh, the notes from uh, version number two of the book into an outline and I didn't realize like until 2.45 that my principal had said we could have gone at two because um, I had closed my computer and um, was trying to stay focused on what I was doing um, but I got it all written out into an outline. The next step is to get it um, transferred onto a doc that Will and I can share. And you know, then we're gonna be rolling with what we feel like is gonna be closer to uh, a real draft of what it could be and what it should be. Um, Oh, darn it. There you go. You just fell. Um, my apologies, everybody. I didn't I didn't realize that that was going to happen. That seemed very odd in whatever case. But, uh, yeah, you're still hopefully there. I'll have to just kind of edit that part out. Um, what I was saying was... Uh, you know, Will and I are going to work this into a an outline that's going to become you know more of a finished product. I know that we got a long way to go, uh, but I'm feeling much more accomplished. I feel like I've really started to make this a bigger priority. I'm dealing with a little bit of tough love from my wife about. You know my habits when it comes to work. I have, she's right. I haven't been as dedicated as I should be. I let, I let distractions get around me. Um, you know the next, the next version of this, um, the next version of this book. I think I'm gonna write it on a, um, on a pages doc on my computer rather than so I can have it offline uh, so I don't need to have the Wi-Fi on on my computer I can you know just take the steps I need to take to prevent myself from 
going down that YouTube rabbit hole or going down whatever other rabbit holes I can find myself in. Um, you know, and it's good to get a little... It was a good little bit of tough love that I got from her. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this weekend. We don't... We are uh, meeting up with my wife's aunt and uncle tonight to have dinner with them. Um, we haven't seen them for quite a while. It's like her second set of parents. So we're going to do that tonight and then we're wide open the rest of the weekend, which I'm looking forward to. I'm uh, going to meet with Will right away tomorrow morning and then uh, you know, just spend the majority of the rest of the day just, just trying to keep going on this thing, trying to get it uh, in a spot where you know, we can put it out to the world and let it do it, you know, let it, let it do its thing. Um, and that's really all we can do is just you know, create something that we love and create something that we believe in. And if it takes, it takes. Um, and that's all we can do. We're entitled to our labor, not the fruits of our labor. So I hope everybody who listens to this. Excuse me, is doing well. I hope that if you need anything, you'll reach out. You can find us online at value at value. And that this is making a difference for you. Like I said, if there's anything we can do to support you, if there's anything we can do to, you know, make your experience better, please reach out and let us know. So hope everybody's having a great week, weekend, day, night, whatever it is. 